Welcome back to Organized Jane's podcast. I'm your host, Organized Jane, but most people just call me Jane. I started this podcast back in March 2021 with the goal of sharing organizing and decluttering advice on another platform. Since then, we've run monthly episodes, mostly with guest experts on sharing their advice on how they organize their life and business. My first episode back in March 2021 was a solo episode, and it was all about how we overcomplicate being organized. And I shared some simple tips on how we can decomplicate being organized and really how we don't have to be perfect. It's still one of my favorite episodes, and it's linked below. So since this is the first episode of 2022, I also wanted to make this a solo episode. And I wanted to get a bit more real, raw, and authentic. <laughs> I did this because I started my business based on actually listening to podcasts. I remember about six or seven years ago, I was listening to Amy Porterfield's podcast, and she's a digital course creator. And she was always really, um, really great about sharing everything in her life and her business and the struggles she had. She also, of course, shared advice on digital marketing and how to set up sales funnels and how to set up your courses. But then she also shared challenges of getting married and having kids and all of that. So it really made her into a real person. And I still follow her podcast today. So I really wanted to give today a recap of 2021 and share what's worked in my business, hopefully what can inspire you to keep going in your business, <laughs> share my different revenue streams, and also share some tidbits about my personal life because of course that affects my business as well. So now I'm gonna jump right into it. The first thing I really wanted to talk about today was money and revenue and my different revenue streams. I talk a lot about as an entrepreneur, it's really important that we have multiple revenue streams. I first read this uh, in Nicole Lappin's book, Rich Bitch. I also listened to her podcast, but she really talked about having seven revenue streams. I've always kept that number in my head. And also if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that we really need to make sure we have backup plans just in case one of those revenue streams might co collapse completely as we've seen happen to many different businesses and it's been devastating. So for myself, my main revenue stream is my business booster course. It's my main impact. That's my signature six step process where I help business owners get their business more organized. I love showing up on Tuesdays as Tuesdays is when I show up live. I answer all your questions in the portal. Uh, for my students and my clients, it's lifetime access. It's the second year since I've been running this program now evergreen. So I don't show up live anymore other than on Tuesdays. All the um, modules are pre-recorded on Thinkific, which is a Vancouver company. <laughs> Great, easy platform to use. My clients have all loved it. I love the platform as well for taking courses on. And that's really my main revenue stream. And that's because I can make the most impact here. I can help the most amount of people. And I'm really passionate about helping business owners get more organized in their life and their business. My second revenue stream, which was big this year, was decluttering workshops. These were so popular in 2021. Most of them were virtual. Uh, it was actually amazing that it was virtual because I could do these across the globe in different time zones. I remember I was up at 2 a.m. doing one for Australia and it was phenomenal. So I did these from anywhere from three people to a thousand people on Zooms. And I always asked everybody what kind of clutter bug you are. So I think these were really impactful for 2021 because most of us were working from home and we saw the clutter around us constantly. So 
These were really big and I'm going to continue these workshops in 2022. Uh, a lot of corporate workshops, but also if you're interested, let me know because I'm really interested in making decluttering a way of life in your home digitally and in your mind. I also continued Indigenous training. This is my fifth year that I'll be doing this now. And it started as um, a consulting project through the university that I teach at Vancouver Island University. And now I'm really emotionally attached to the program, the community. And, you know, I teach the management skills. Every year I do use very similar um, the trainings that I developed. But I've gotten to see these people, um, their teams grow themselves. And it's heartwarming. And I want to continue to support the sector. And I'm also going to be doing some pro bono work for you skills this year. Because I think being a Canadian especially and, you know, doing a lot of my education on the West Coast and I'm really just emotionally attached now to um, Vancouver Island and a lot of the Indigenous groups and I want to really continue to support them. I'm also doing some work for um, a charity on literacy, doing some pro bono for that, helping them improve their processes so they can get more children um, kind of automated so they can get more children into the programs. I've also had a few products. I had really big goals last year to launch a product a quarter, but I realized this was too aggressive. <laughs> we all have these big goals and then um, it happens. It's okay. And, you know, with worldwide shipping delays, it became a bit more challenging and it's really not my strength or zone of genius. So I am looking to hire a new project manager, product manager. I still believe in having products, but perhaps not as many as I originally intended. My number one product is actually, or selling product is my cable management box right now to help keep your cables organized. I'm also, you know, my other revenue stream is my homes, the home I live in, my investment properties. This year, travel resumed uh, in Bahamas and in Whistler, so that was really great for my investment properties. It's still a lot of work. But I really do love, you know, I love the branding side of it. And I love sharing my home with people to make their vacations a success. I also got some revenue from affiliate marketing, being a speaker. Can't wait to do more of this and especially with in-person events. So with my combined revenue streams this is one of my best years ever, multiple six figures. My expenses remain pretty even. Uh, my biggest expenses are actually my team, the people that I employ. I don't have any full time. They're, they're all... Um, contractors, but uh, those are my biggest expense and I want to continue to invest in that. I also spent a lot on personal development, probably almost up to close to $20,000 on courses and education and technology, so keeping my platforms going. My profit margins remain pretty consistent. I really do look for, I really do look um, always at my profit margins because that's so important. I think we often hear a lot of businesses talking about revenue. I made, you know, a million dollars in revenue, but what does that really mean for their bottom line? When I worked in construction, we were always talking about that profit margin and that stuck with me. And I'm really happy I learned that. Next year, I'm going to be doing a little bit of a, um, spending a bit more, I should say this year in 2022, I'm actually doing a rebrand this quarter, some big website updates. So I'll be spending on SEO, my team, branding, I love this. I'm going to reinvest into my brand. So with that, what worked well in 2021 and what didn't? What worked really well is continuing to have that main core focus. So I talk a lot about the 80-20 rule. 80% 80 of my time was spent on my business booster, my main course. And it was a phenomenal time to do that because digital courses, virtual digital courses were where everybody could spend their time. We were all at home. Plus, there was a lot of new people getting into business and becoming entrepreneurs. So for my course, it was a phenomenal time. 
what didn't work was my retreat. I planned a retreat in 2021 for my clients in Cabo San Lucas. And that was for no, planned for November this year. And that did not work out. Obviously, because of COVID, you know, I still could have had it, but I made the difficult decision. Actually, my team and I made the difficult decision at the time to postpone the treat. And that was for a multitude of reasons. Um, I didn't want to have anybody feel uncomfortable attending an event. I didn't, of course, never want to make anybody sick or, uh, you know, safety was a big proponent. So the retreat has moved to April 2022. So again, also, you know, multiple products I've been trying, they didn't work out. I wanted to have so many and different workshops. I tried to have lots of different ones, but what really worked in 2021 was keeping that core focus. And that's what I'm going to try to do in 2022, keeping those main key things. So the growth that I saw using my organic marketing channels was really interesting as it remained pretty consistent. A lot of people ask me how I get my leads for my course and it's all organic. I don't, I have not yet run a Facebook or Instagram ad. I'm very thankful for that. The main way I get clients is through, of course, all my social media, YouTube, is phenomenal. I'm going to start my weekly YouTube videos again next Tuesday. They are really great because they sit on my channel and they're always 24 hours a day. They're always running. So I'm going to update them. I think I have about 140 videos on there now, but it's great to have new content and to drive, you know, I don't have many subscribers, just under 2000, but it's the views. A lot of people are keep watching those videos. So I want to make sure that I make content that helps people in both their life and business get more organized. Also, my email marketing, email is gold, as anybody knows, and Instagram. That was a consistent place that I showed up, um, and that's where I'm going to keep showing up in 2022. Referrals also remain super consistent, and that's why I didn't run Facebook ads or Instagram ads and why I don't want to, because I'd rather give money to you listening <laughs> or my clients or my community. If anybody brings me a referral from my course, they get a really hefty referral bonus. And I want to continue that and even blow this up even more this year. I want to give back directly to my community. I also get a lot of referrals, or I should say clients from my speaking events, masterminds, showing up at virtual networking events. You know, networking is hard. It takes a lot of time and effort. But for me, that's where I make the most, uh, you know, genuine connections. And it doesn't necessarily turn into a sale right away. It might be a sale two years from down the road. But I'm going to continue to show up at a lot of, you know, networking events, in masterminds, supportive groups, those type of events. I also updated my financial plan this year. It's very interesting because this year I went back to my roots and I got into insurance again. And I know I'm talking about not being too, you know, cluttered, but I'm doing this part-time, you know, 20% of my effort. But it's because I really believe so much in protecting myself, my friends, my clients, my business. And I just really want to help my clients do this too. I'll share a little bit more about how I got into this later on in the podcast because it has to deal with a... Um, my ex-boyfriend actually got me into the business, but I'm really thankful for that because I've always thought someday that I want to get back into insurance in some capacity, not full-time, but I really believe in, you know, I'm Swiss. We believe in insuring everything. So that's what I'm actually doing now is I'm, I created a financial plan. It's a document that I, it's going to be housed in my course. So it's really only for my clients, but my financial plan includes everything from, you know, getting real with money 
my top financial advice, one of them being for any woman out there freezing their eggs if they're interested in children. <laughs> I call it financial advice because it is, you know, it's a very expensive endeavor, especially in your younger years. But that, you know, it, it really gives you that peace of mind as you get older. Uh, also, another piece of advice is getting insurance for if you get cancer. You know, I have my own business. I'm not protected. If something happens to myself, like if I get cancer or sick, I cannot support my business, my team, and that's really important to me. And I also want to focus on getting better. So my financial plan actually includes six steps on how to really protect yourself. And I'm being totally raw with my numbers, what insurance I have, you know, real estate investments I made, all of these. And I have different... Um, I love Excel, so I'm actually sharing all of my documents that I use to keep track of my finances. And if you're a client, you're getting access to this financial plan. It'll be uploaded onto the platform early February, and I'm really excited about it because it's really just, I just wanted to share with everybody, or my clients, I should say, what I'm doing because I think that's important. The more people I can help, the better. And that was the whole reason. So my financial plan, I did work a lot on it in 2021, and in 2022, I'll be sharing that. Now to my personal life, there was lots of changes that happened in 2021, and there's so many I can't even really talk about them all in this podcast because it would, it would be too long and I'd be rambling too much and I already feel like I'm talking a bit too much. But 2021 was a really big roller coaster emotionally for me. Personally, in the winter, I moved to Cabo for most of the winter uh, to spend time with friends, you know, maybe... So I had a specific love interest, my boyfriend at the time, and to be in the sun, of course. It was a really amazing opportunity because I could run my business from Cabo, Mexico. And that is, was an incredible aha moment for me because in my life, I had always wanted that freedom to be able to work from wherever. And last year, that realization really came true. So really during the pandemic, I was able to run my business in the sunshine time with my friends, my boyfriend, and also my parents were down there for um, a bit of time as well. So in, in my relationships, um, my boyfriend at the time was incredibly supportive and I'm part of his financial team now. He's taught me like so many valuable lessons. Last year, I learned so much about race, diversity, things I probably, sad to say, but I never would have taken the initiative myself to learn about this. I am much more of a well-rounded person because of this. My community has changed in terms of diversity. I'm putting more of an emphasis on it. I'm a little bit embarrassed that I did not, I don't know how to say this, but I did not, not that I didn't care to learn about it, but I didn't know where to start. And I was scared to learn. And I hired a race coach to really help me. So as a person, I've grown a lot. As a team, you know, if you look at my events I'm doing, even my retreat, I'm really making a big emphasis to include, be more inclusive and also teach what I've learned to people. Not, not in a way that I'm saying, oh, look what I've learned, but just if it can help one person become less scared to learn or teach some, somebody something about race or diversity, that is a good thing. So I'm from Canada. We have issues as well and lots of different things with Indigenous and also, um, you know, we have a lot to learn and I'm going to be still learning. It's something that I'm committed to. However, at the end of 2021, um, I did have a breakup. You know, our lives were very different. He was American, a very public figure, perhaps maybe a bit of a sports celebrity. 
I don't like to share more than this because I believe that elegant ladies don't share too much about their personal lives. <laughs> and I also really respect privacy. So I won't go into any more details, but this year I have been also rekindling something of the past that feels so in alignment. I'm so thankful for that and I'm really excited to see where this can go. Now, what am I going to be focusing on in 2022? Well, not really much different than what was in 2021, to tell you the truth. But I do want to help more people and do it with more ease. You know, this is the fifth year of my business. And I think the fifth year is an exciting year because you do feel a bit more, I'd say, relaxed. When you're first starting your business, you're always stressed. It's just, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but now I'm really decluttering some things that don't fit uh, not just my clothes, my clothes that don't fit, I'm also decluttering, but nothing that doesn't align with my business, my goals, whether it be friends or, um, you know, if somebody asked me to attend an event that doesn't align or whatever it may be, but I'm really focused on just doing things with ease, making sure it fits my goals. And my business goals have actually didn't change. Like I mentioned, I was on a mastermind call this morning and we were revisiting our goals and nothing has really changed. My business booster course, my decluttering workshops, um, I am adding the financial piece to my business, but other than that, I'm really doing things with more ease. And I am gonna be focusing perhaps a bit more on lifestyle content, even though I still wanna you know, bring the business tips, but I love fashion and my SEO agency and friend is gonna help me bring some more of that into my brand this year. And of course, you know that I love um, closet organizing and my consignment shops and shopping sustainable and I have a lot of friends in the industry so for me that's going to be a goal that I'm focused on as well so bringing a little bit more fun and lifestyle content while keeping that business focus and decluttering things that don't work and that's really in a nutshell what 22, 2022 is going to be about for myself I hope um, you continue to listen to this podcast <laughs> The next episode is actually going to be with Jewel Tankard, and we're going to be talking about organizing your crypto investing. We recorded it back in December, and it's a great episode, and she shares a lot of great nuggets on how to start. It can start small, just like I say, organizing, <laughs> but I'm really excited for that episode and for all the episodes. So really, I encourage you to keep going with your business. Take whatever inspiration I hope I've given you. Follow along for updates. Let me know if you're interested to learn more about how to get your business or your life organized as I really want to be there to keep showing up for you or anybody that you think can need some support. So thanks for listening and I hope you'll tune in next time.